0: Hello, welcome back. This is Hope Reclaimed. I am your host, Eliho Peringshaw. I'm glad you're here. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing because Jesus has already extended healing to us. And sometimes it's our job to step in and receive that for ourselves. We are in a series right now called Now What. This is our part four episode on finding fun and humor. And I'm going to be talking to probably the funniest person that I know, Mel Noel. She is an expert on all things fun, funny, laughter, and I promise you, laughs in this particular episode. And I hope that it will encourage you to laugh and find joy in your season of life right now. Enjoy this episode. Well, happy the morning to you. I think that's Ireland with the ireland you have the hard r's yes you're very good at it aren't yeah. you oh my gosh the hard r's. the hard r's with the, the, with the irish accent <laughs> but then of course uh i am not very good at doing a scottish accent i'm just not very good at I accents it's weird i don't know from you do, said hard doing, r's pretty well yeah. <laughs> from doing theater i would think that i'd be better at accents but I'm just not like kind of negativity mel how are you how the heck are you I'm very good uh, <laughs> um,
1: I'm are really we recording
0: we sure are <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we sure are we are diving into it I'm so glad you're here because we're in this series on now what as you know as um, as everyone heard from my um, from my intro but' What's so fun about this episode is we're talking about humor and joy and mm-hmm. the importance of that. Mm-hmm. When I thought about what better person or a person to do this, I know a joy, humor, fun expert, and her name is Mel Noel. Hello, and she is currently on the podcast. A doctorate in joy. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> I don't, but that you're an Enneagram your seven. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. those of those of us that are unfamiliar with the Enneagram, would you please explain what a seven is? Yeah. So even as we go into this episode, disclaimer, that it's okay if you don't function in the same realm that I do. But there are practical things you can learn from a seven. Yeah. Um, a seven is pretty much a party in a body. Um, there's a lot of beauty. Along with any other number, there's a lot of brokenness, too. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, joy and fun and willing to try anything and just ready to go at all times is kind of the ammo of a seven that's awesome so a seven i am so i'm a one and ones in health go to seven look at you you're so healthy (laughs) not all the time though because, <laughs> because joy is something and, and fun is often something that I have to choose Absolutely. when I'm unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's the, that's like the growth area in a place of unhealth. Totes. So those. Are, yeah, there's the Enneagram has like nine numbers mm-hmm. and it's just really a tool to help understand yourself and those people around you. Like in these times of <laughs> struggling and even though like maybe the divorce is over, that, that acute pain is is gone. Mm-hmm. Praise God there's still those moments where it feels really hard, Mm -hmm. right? And so this podcast is – this particular episode is like, how do we step in and actually choose joy and choose humor Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't come naturally, if it doesn't come easily? So you've been on the podcast before. So those of those people, those silly people that haven't listened to that episode, would you just give like a really quick overview of that but then also what joy and humor has been in the midst of it? Because you – freaking walked through it like it was it was not easy yeah um i i myself am divorced i went through a marriage that um ended up leaving because of some um, alcohol addiction and domestic violence and in the midst of that obviously it's like (laughs) so incredibly hard to have hope
1: um and i remember
0: getting to the point that i just was so depressed um but as a kid and growing up like I was always just a wild child and super joyful and so when the healing like began and when there was divorce and when mm-hmm. I started to work through things like I just felt this call to like go back to original design of like yeah mm-hmm. like you've always been joyful um yeah like think... that that's who God called you to be that's who he right. made you to be right, right. so like choosing to live that right yeah right so I think that was a huge piece of the puzzle for me and I think I to this day still kind of cope with humor and have learned to just laugh at myself but um I would say one of the funniest things in the midst of my healing and um, (laughs) um I know obviously like medication and Anxiety medication, depression medication, whatever it is, like, there's a lot of controversy around that. Yeah. Especially within the church. And there needs to be more, um, awareness just around the mental health sector in general. Yeah, but, totally But, um, yeah, so when I had left my ex-husband at one point, I went home and I was staying with my parents. And, mm-hmm. um, I honestly was at a point where I just was, like, wishing I was dead. I... Yeah. I was never like suicidal and like thinking I would like go through with anything, but I remember like there's no hope. Yeah. This is my life forever. This is as good as it's gonna get. Mm-hmm. Like just wanted to be done. And just yeah. thought it'd be so much easier to be dead. Yeah. Um and so that was kind of the the prick my attention to like, okay, like that's not normal thinking. And that's not yeah. like that's not how I want my life to be, obviously, so I ended up um really hesitantly going on um some antidepressant and anxiety medication and um I went on Zoloft and um I have like seen things go really bad for people with yeah. medication and mm-hmm. i've seen I've seen like some horror stories, but um I think ultimately. I was, when I was talking to my mom about being on this podcast, yeah. <laughs> she reminded me of when I first went on. She, I mean, I, she, I hadn't laughed in probably like a year, honestly. Seriously? Like, I mean, like maybe like a, <laughs> but like I was so yeah. lost and so heavy. And I remember when it started to take effects, I was a at long their time. house. Yeah, it was awful. That's a long time to be sitting in it and not laughing. Right. Yeah. And especially for someone that, like, that's a core piece for me. Yeah, and those people that know you, like, <clears throat> you're always laughing. Like, you're like... Right. Like, right. that's just who you are. You just right. you carry this joy. Yeah. And you are probably one of the most funny people I know. Oh, my like, gosh, that's so kind. No, it's re- it's really true. <laughs> I paid her to say that. I paid her money. Monies. <laughs> um, no, I... So, I guess... <laughs> My first recollection recollection of like when I started laughing again was it was around the time when the Hillary versus Trump thing was going on. And it was when Hillary got the nomination was like right when I started going on my antidepressants. I think this was like 2016. Yeah. And I remember there were these viral videos (coughs) of Bill Clinton that surfaced of him being fascinated by the balloons that were falling at like the oh, nomination yes. rally. I know exactly what and you're talking I about. He's I like was, reaching for them. Yes, and like, you, yes. Okay, if if you're sad right now, go online. And Google Bill Clinton balloons and there were like all these memes and everything that came out of it and these hilarious videos of him just being so enamored by these balloons and every everybody else is like shaking hands and like doing the proper political thing and he's like playing with the balloons and because he's probably like I'm not running for president (laughs) he's like bets are off man Woo! so so there's these and there's one there was like one meme it was like I want it was like, I want a guy to look at me the same way that Bill Clinton looks at balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember that was like the funniest thing to me. And I I can't remember the last time I laughed that hard. Yeah. And so it just was like, that was so funny. And then my mom reminded me that... <laughs> One time she came home from work and she walks in the house and I am blasting Tiny Dancer by Elton John. Yes. And I'm doing snow angels on the wood floors, just like (laughs) laying there in the middle of the living room, just doing snow angels and just laughing, like thinking it's, thinking it's the funniest thing. And so like antidepressants or not, like ultimately it was choice and practical things that like took me out of that space. Um, Hmm. However, it was a tool that gave me so much clarity to actually get to the point where I could see that, like, okay, like, the sky is blue. Yeah, totally. the birds are chirping. There is hope outside of what I'm currently experiencing and what my circumstances are. And so it was such a practical tool to get me the strength and the vision and the clarity to know, like, okay, this is this is not forever this is temporary right like people say that but when you're actually sitting in it mm-hmm. you cannot hear that it's crazy right. like you actually right. practically cannot hear absolutely that it will get better yes and yeah like for for me i was we're actually sitting in my old apartment <laughs> right now what <laughs> i used to hole. call the the hole the hole the hole is very it, nice it's very nice it's actually great it's, <laughs> it's a great fantastic. little apartment but it, it's it's in my parents' basement and it it actually felt like a hole to me mm-hmm. and I had just moved out like my life was nothing like I thought it was I went yeah. from like super Married. love lovely <laughs> marriage yeah. land um white picket fence uh-huh. to then being in my parents' basement where yeah. I actually planned my wedding down here too because mm. I lived here when I was engaged and so So I just, it was just so drastic to me where Mm -hmm. I felt like so disillusioned by life. Yeah. Where it wasn't a gradual like breakdown of my marriage. Mm -hmm. It was so good. And then all of a sudden, so bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so then everything felt like it was turned upside down for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't trust any feeling of hope or happiness. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Because I felt like if I like I had that at one point and then that was a lie like that wasn't true to like like if if you felt that amount of happy yeah and then it was ripped out from underneath you like why wouldn't that happen again exactly you can't trust it's gonna stay exactly and so then so I I mean I I was incredibly depressed like so 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 Mm. depressed for months Mm. and my first kind of like experience of happiness was Mm -hmm. when I was in Hawaii visiting my friends Mm -hmm. um, Kristen and Evan and I just had I I like it actually wasn't even happiness it was like I could see that someday I could be happy yeah does that make sense like I didn't see I didn't feel happy in the moment necessarily Mm -hmm. but I thought okay there's hope someday I'm not gonna be not, I'm not going to be like this. Mm -hmm. And so it was almost like I saw the clouds part in the distance, but they weren't parted right here where I was. And, and that was like, that was the, like the first moment where I felt hope for happiness Mm -hmm. at at the time. And, and after that, I really went on my intentional reclaiming journey where I (laughs) made my list and Mm -hmm. I had the spreadsheet. And and so I would go back to all these places Mm -hmm. and a huge part of that for me, was like, choosing to laugh yes and do funny things yes and like be ridiculous in yes. these restaurants yep to like face the pain mm-hmm. face the sadness of the place mm-hmm. that was associated to him mm-hmm. but then like do something totally ridiculous <laughs> where like <laughs> yes. it felt so weird yep. and yep I can remember the time that I like I don't know talked in a weird accent the whole time like yeah so I have I I have all of those all of those memories where I wasn't necessarily totally happy but I was taking this step yep to position myself for future happiness yeah I actually remember I was as we were talking about doing this episode um one of my reclaiming events Mm -hmm. was there was a Panera that I went to with my ex-husband that (laughs) I we were it was right by where we bought my wedding ring and we had had this lunch and we were like oh my gosh like we're getting engaged da, da, da. we had looked yeah. at rings it was like very exciting and i hadn't been back to that panera since and i didn't yeah. realize it but i was there with a friend and i was like oh, i need to do something so stupid to like yeah. make myself laugh <laughs> and that was how like yeah m- and when i have gone to spaces that i needed to reclaim mm-hmm. it had to be around laughter yeah and because panera, if you're like if you're too sad in it that's so counter yeah. you right like right some people do need to sit and like so fair. like talk and yep. process that yep but then some people need to just like yeah. I don't know yeah I was about three seconds from like putting my mouth under the iced tea machine and just like <laughs> seeing how many people noticed however I settled for like putting every soda in my cup which is so lame
1: I think I did a suicide, but I, I laughed. That, yeah, it was it's called a suicide, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait, mm, kind of. <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah, but however, I laughed and it became <laughs> a new memory. So, yeah, I think we need to have those moments, and yeah. that's why I really feel strongly about reclaiming with with other people mm-hmm. and reclaiming with the right people. Yes, to reclaim with people that are going to bring out that funny side, mm-hmm. um, or if what you need is to be able to process and talk about your pain in more of a sad way, Crazy. that can like sit with you and hear that Mm -hmm. but then maybe turn it to joy and see like okay so you're here like Mm -hmm. let's do something with it and Mm -hmm. let's choose to laugh or whatever it is Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's good stuff that is really good stuff (laughs) yeah so what's so important for you about joy and why is it Mm -hmm. why is it an important thing for christians that's a great question i think Man, it all comes down to what do we actually believe is the motive of our dad? Um and not our earthly dad, but our heavenly dad. Yeah. And do we believe Jesus is a friend? And like do we believe the Holy Spirit is like super cool? Like so yeah, fun. Yeah, he totally is. So fun. I think um I I think that one of the coolest things we can do in our spiritual walk is to ask the Lord to like give us a picture of his sense of humor and hmm. to, like, show us how he laughs and yeah. how he just, like, loves relationship. Hmm. And I I just think, like, if you Google um, – I just talk about Google a lot. I Google a lot of things, and <laughs> I, that'd probably be worth a funny thing to talk about is the things that I Google, which <laughs> – <laughs> maybe we don't want to do that. <laughs> I get – might get weird. Might <laughs> <laughs> get weird. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, I – If you google like jesus smiling yeah um it's the it's the best and you can't like not look at it Mm. and like not smile Mm -hmm. and there's one specifically that i'm like this is the coolest and so i think when we have the theology of god's a god that's distant and he's a god that punishes and And he's he's angry yep yep and um if that's all we know him to be like of course we're sad of yeah, course, we're yeah. feeling a very large lack of hope. Like, totally. of course, we're um just sitting in that yuck and not believing that there's more. Because then that actually means that there isn't hope. Right. Because what's the use? Yeah. What's like, the Why use? Would, like, I like, what would I get my hopes up? Why would I Why would I be Why would I look towards something different if mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. who is you know, in okay. charge of everything, right. is not a close and intimate friend? Yeah. Yeah. There isn't hope then. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I know it doesn't, like, say, there's not, like, a verse in the Bible that says, I mean, there's, like, there's verses in, like, Psalms that talk about, like, God laughing at, like, the enemies that come at us, Yeah, and that's, like, one thing, but I think, I think in my own walk with the Lord, and as I've learned to walk with even just Holy Spirit, and have, like, understanding that we can ask God questions, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there. There's so many times that he has spoken to me with so much humor. And I think of even like really serious moments that I just got like this really funny picture from the Lord Hmm. and it just like pulls me out. And so I think that is just an invitation and a space in our faith that we don't give a ton of attention to. But Hmm. I think there is like a really cool aspect of the Lord's heart that like, he's funny. Yeah. Like. The man has a sense of humor. Yeah. And I, like, the guy created a walrus. Like, that's bananas to me. (laughs) Like... Have you seen those things? Yeah, you caught me there when when I was drinking my tea. But yes, I'm really glad I didn't just spit that out all over my microphone. But seriously, so true. Or a llama? Have you (laughs) seen them? Oh my gosh, they're so funny. Like, I yeah, and I I think he really does have a sense of humor. Yes, and he created those things for us, like for our enjoyment. Yes, and for us to tend and care for. Right. But like, he created your dog. Like your dog is hilarious. He is something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I don't yes. mean to compare him to a walrus, but he but he be. is really funny. He's about the same size. I mean, you have so. he's like how many pounds is he? He's a Great Dane. Yeah, he's he's on a weight loss journey right is now. Is he really along with his mother? And he's that. <laughs> He, i think he's like at like 130 140 okay. around there but yeah he he's, got a little hefty he's, he's an emotional eater just like his mom it's like good his mom it's good oh well just like his aunt ellie yes, as well. yes. with cheers. the doritos cheers to that <laughs> because sometimes like ice cream makes me happy mm-hmm. yeah Home but girl. that's a whole other conversation yeah that's a whole other conversation so eating disorders yeah. <laughs> and we're not laughing at eating disorders we're no just, no mm, yeah especially two people who have like low-key struggled with and it and actually yeah and it, not low-key but actually but like actually struggled yeah. with so it? Yes. you gotta learn to laugh at yourself you totally yeah. do yes i think that's a huge piece too is just like how how can we lighten up a little bit and oh like oh my gosh yes like learning and also i think that's something you can like pray for like God, like, help me laugh at myself. Yes, like at myself. Like, not take m- me too am, seriously. In life. Like, yeah. The, the, I was thinking about this on the way over. The, in Frozen 2, there's I haven't this, seen it yet. Oh my gosh, it's so good. There's a song that Olaf sings about, like, this will all make sense when I am older. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's so funny because he's like, walking through the forest and he's like, scared. But yet he's like, I don't get it but that's fine and like maybe someday it'll make sense maybe it won't but just like learning to be like it's okay that it doesn't make sense right now and like like I think I myself I think it's so healthy to laugh at yourself like I don't even know yeah I mean I can't there's been (laughs) recently I went and got a spray tan and I got my eyebrows microbladed, which they is, look great, by the thank way. Thank you. They're peeling in a little crusty crisp, but this one, <laughs> this one. Um, but I, I got a spray tan because I just like I am so pasty in the winter time, and yep. I just get sad, and I just want to be a bronze goddess. That's and real. yeah, and I, <laughs> I like went. and I. I had this genius idea to put like a plastic bag over my head because I didn't want to mess up my eyebrows. And I ended up like having like a full blown like panic attack because everything you've ever been taught in your life is not to put a plastic bag over your head. (laughs) Like if you had decent human being parents, like they taught you that. So you know that you know, like you don't put a plastic bag over your head, especially in efforts to save your eyebrows. And so it was either suffocate or eyebrows. So I chose suffocate. And from that point, (laughs) From that point, like, I, but I got out, and I, I ended up having this, like, line from where the bag was for my spray tan, and it was so funny, and I laughed so hard at myself, and I'm sure the people in, like, the tanning salon, they, like, had to have heard me just, like, dying (laughs) laughing after having, like, a full-blown panic attack because I inhaled a plastic bag. But you lived to tell the tale. I did. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So, I mean, you just got to learn. Like, there's, there's so many things that it's like, wow, like, that was really crappy. However, I can laugh at that. And I feel like there's some point in our lives, and I think it pro- happens probably around adolescence, mm-hmm. where we, like, we start taking things so seriously. Right. Right, you right. know, like we start taking how people see us so seriously, mm-hmm. and how we see ourselves, and yep. then we start we start getting self conscious, and then like we stop curiosity, yes. or and we stop like the wonder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it, wonder that's a good yeah yeah. So I was um I was at a, like this worship time on Tuesday, and the Lord just the Lord spoke to me because I thoroughly believe He speaks like. Yes. Real words. Indubitably. Like, he really does. I don't think that's a word, is it? I don't know. Indubitably. Indubitably. He is. And he, um, and I I was worshipping, um, in this small group that I'm in, and, um, and as I was worshipping, like, I just kind of felt, um, like, even kind of the songs were a little bit more serious, and, Mm -hmm. like, and even just in the worship time, I was feeling a little bit more serious, and then, (laughs) and I just heard the Lord say, like, lighten up. Yeah. And... And I just started laughing. Yes. Like, in this, like, very serious song about, like, "Mm, the presence of God. And I just started laughing in this group. But, like, I had to, like, actually position myself Mm -hmm. to lighten up. Yeah. You know, like, if we're listening to sad songs and we're sad, like, change the song. (laughs) You know? Like, change the song. Yep. Um, There's one thing about, like, being present in the emotion that we're feeling, and Mm -hmm. that's important and good, but staying there too long, it isn't. Yeah. And like, so there's, there's also a moment where we just have to lighten up. Right. And like, we choose can to be Like, choose to be happy and yeah. choose to, like, choose to have that wonder in God's creation and like, right. and in ourselves too. Yes. I think it's way too easy to wallow. Oh, and way so too easy. And so I think, I think a, a piece of wisdom and a piece of like discernment and is, can I carry this right now? Because Mm. in the season of healing and maybe you're on the other side and you've made it and that's your motivation of like, holy cow, look what I was brought through. How could I not be joyful? Yeah. Like, we made it out. We're out. Like, hello. Let that be your shining light. Right. Like, for real. We're not dead. And as we had mentioned, we both experienced pretty severe depression. Absolutely. Where... That is not the choice that a lot of people make to continue to live. Right. Like, just in all honesty. Yes. It's good to say, it's good to kind of hold this thing and say, like, what's my capacity? What do I need? Yep. And that does take a level of Mm self-awareness, but that's that's the place that we can often be where that acute sadness, that acute, like, shock of Mm -hmm. whatever happened has Mm -hmm. left. Mm -hmm. And... It sounds like for you what that took to get out of that was antidepressants. Yeah. It kind so you, of it lifted the veil of the dark. And then you were able to ask yourself yep. after that, yep. Okay. What I do can, I have capacity for? Right. And so that was the tool that got me to counseling. That was the yeah. tool that got me to like pursue, get up. yeah, get up off your mat. Get up yeah. and walk. Come on. Yeah. But um yeah, and so I think then from that space if we can constantly check in like Okay, what do I what do I actually need right now? Mm -hmm. Maybe I maybe I don't need to go to a sappy movie with my friends that is a love story because that's a little tender. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to say no to things like that. It's actually good to say no to things if you don't have capacity for it. Absolutely. Um, I said no to like some some like weddings. Yeah, and not necessarily going to friends' weddings, but like things that would would involve love where I knew that would only yeah. perpetuate my cynicism right you know right and I think it's really good to know what your capacity is at the right moment. right yeah. right no is such a such a healthy word Foundries. I continue to fall more and more in love with the word no yeah it's it's a fantastic word um yeah I yeah I don't know I think that that's I think that that's totally true so like what would be some okay let's we're, we're talking to the person that is not a seven on the enneagram I'm that sorry. is what'd you say i'm sorry <laughs> you can be who you are you be who you are but, but sevens are the greatest yes. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> said just like a perfect seven <laughs> <laughs> hey but you thought for a while you were an eight i i wing eight pretty hard yeah you do yeah. There, there's a an eight is a, no a challenger BS. yeah it's the person that's like says the thing you best get out my way, <laughs> right now nah good yeah. um so you're talking to the person that's not a seven mm-hmm. that this doesn't come easily to them and yes. they are like sitting in the middle of it yep how would you a encourage them and then b challenge them mm-hmm. how would i encourage them um yeah i mean i think we've touched on it is really inviting the lord into those spaces of okay god like i need to laugh I need to see your sense of humor. Yeah. How can you show me that today? And be willing to open your eyes enough and be willing to hear that, um, yeah, there is life. And there's, again, the sky is blue. The birds are chirping. Yeah. And that's so huge. And being willing to make the choice of whatever that takes, whatever it looks like, in order to step into those spaces of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, to know that that 's for you, but you have yeah. to choose it and so yeah. for me, it was choosing to take a stereo or take a controversial step towards yeah antidepressants and that was a tool, and that 's not a forever solution, mm-hmm. but it was a tool and that led me to counseling, which was a tool where mm-hmm. I lo- learned a ton and that led to learning to invest in good friendships, yeah learning to surround myself with people that didn't suck the life out of me and bring, and, people, and build boundaries yes, around relationships. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think there's like a million practical tips I could give, but I think who we surround ourselves with is so important. Yeah. And I guarantee you, like no matter how weird your sense of humor is, like there's somebody on the internet that shares that. <laughs> and, and, and so like, There are people that, um, that are, like, like, get your weirdness, I guarantee. So, like, find your humor. Find what, what, what tickles you. Like, I think stepping into that space and being like, okay, like, I don't have to be so heavy all the time. And I'm going to watch a YouTube video of Jim Carrey, like, thrashing his body around and, like, doing all these impersonations. (laughs) Like, that's fun for me. Yeah. Um, I think... <laughs> Finding friends that you can belly laugh with. Like, yeah, find your belly like laugh real, partner. N- real, laughing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, not people that just want to, like, sit and let's talk about in Leviticus 2 the solemn tea of God. I don't know. I don't think solemn tea is a word, but I think we should make it one at this point. Solemn tea. Solemn tea. Um, it was a solemn It was solemn occasion. a solemn, solemn occasion. <laughs> Wasn't it? Sister Ellie. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it was a sad and solemn occasion. Hum. hum. <laughs> For those people that aren't unaware. Don't explain it. Just don't explain it. I think I, you just, Yeah, I'm just going to yeah, leave it right yeah, there. Yeah. I think you need that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Another thing that I think is huge piece and joy is endorphins. Yeah. Um. Get those flowing, honey. I remember I gained a lot of weight in the midst of my divorce and just healing from all that, and that's yeah. okay. Like pizza made me happy, and that was for a season. Yeah. And it was. It was what I needed. Um. Long term, not the solution, but <laughs> well, pizza is eternal. Friendships come and go, but, um. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh gosh, You're me doing me a great about. job. <laughs> Robert, so much it makes me so happy. Um, endorphins. Endorphins. Yes. Like, turn on your favorite Latin cardio music and get in your underwear and go dance around your house because yeah, that, not? like, get your body moving. yeah Like, I think music is such a powerful tool. Yes. Find your happy theme songs. Yeah. Yes. Like, have a playlist and yeah. like, what songs just get me going? Just yeah. Really amp me up. And so, like, <laughs> don't be afraid to play those. Totally. I I have a theory that no one can be sad while listening to like Latin salsa yeah. music. Like, I've heard you say this before. Yeah, and, and I think it's that that's true. Brilliant. Yeah. Look up some Pitbull today. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, but also, so around endorphins because people are like, oh, like go work out, like, mm. and which is true also great but find your workout that you enjoy don't don't dread going to the gym or working out <laughs> because because people like people say like or people have this idea of what working out should yep. be and they try to project that on you but you right. will dread it yeah and you will not have the endorphins if you don't enjoy going right. and doing the thing that you're doing there's so, so don't go many run things. a marathon if you don't like running do you know what i mean yeah. Like, it's not going to be fun for you. No, no. So don't do it. Right. But I would encourage you to use exercise as a way. Yeah. But sometimes it does take the step of, like, getting yourself there to actually enjoy it. Yeah. You might not know that you love Zumba until you try it. Right. And even if you look like a
1: Like a a dingus.
0: Like, that's okay. (laughs) That's really okay. I I think making a fool of yourself is also a really good tool of just, like, hey, if I... (laughs) I just ordered tiny hands. Um because they make me laugh. But by tiny hands you literally mean I ordered tiny hands. <laughs> like a pair of tiny hands off of Amazon because they make me laugh. And I I have... It sounds like it was like a movie or something. Like I ordered tiny hands or like no, a book I actually like, a pair of tiny hands. Like little tiny hands that, that I plan you to keep in my purse and just for all occasions so you need long sleeves yeah long sleeves and you hold them and you just act like you have normal size hands and then you (laughs) like go to pick something up with these tiny little hands um there's an snl yeah you can go search for i think it's like christian wig tiny hands yeah please do. please do um, you can google it i also carry around <laughs> this is a seventh thing so i'm so sorry to the non 7s <laughs> um i carry around googly eyes in my purse because you never know when you can stick some googly eyes on a newspaper or something it's hilarious Or the, i mean like a like a, like a realtor bil- yeah um, yeah, bench yeah. Or makes something. me so happy oh makes you just so have happy. to yeah i think another another good piece too is like get out of your own issues and like go help somebody yes um like yes, get a little out of your perspective. own head. Yes, that's, like, that's such a, a good point. It's huge. Like wow, we we're so good at building up our circumstance in our head and thinking yeah. like this is the absolute worst, and I have no hope, and I'm just gonna die like this. Yeah. Um, and when we actually like pull your head out of the darkness. Yeah. Um. I said darkness for lack of. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for not swearing on my podcast. (laughs) No guarantees. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I think when we pull our head out of that space, like, and we actually see, like, wow, like I actually have it pretty good in some areas. Like, even if it's not perfect, like there are areas that, like, you have a roof over your head. Yeah, and so so like thankfulness and just like go serve in a soup kitchen and talk to people and like just like go. Mm I don't know, like, find within your church, like, get on an outreach team, yeah. Like, just get out of your space and like, meet people and just be open to just fresh perspectives. Yeah. Like, you just gotta get off the couch. Even like asking your friends, the people that have been supporting you, ask them how they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like see how they're actually doing <laughs> yeah because a lot of people when I mean, we don't we don't know what a lot of our people even are going through when right. we've been going through it like maybe they're I don't know maybe they're struggling with something and they are they don't feel the need or the, right. the freedom to maybe tell us about it or something yeah I felt a lot of freedom just by by asking my friends mm. like even when I was reclaiming and feeling super super depressed Mm -hmm. to be like hey how are you doing like yeah genuinely genuinely wondering right and allowing them and giving them the freedom to process their own stuff too right um because pain is not comparable right like what people are going through is as important and as deep as it is and so so to give other people the freedom to do that I think can like Mm -hmm. bring some perspective and it can also bring some happiness to ourselves too to just look outside of our situation
1: yeah that's a really I a good point
0: there's like a huge identity piece too that comes down to like this is not like what happened to me what i walk through like yeah. there's a there's a detaching piece that after you heal and you learn how to be yeah. human again and it, if you are in that space and you're learning how to be human again like keep up the good fight you're doing it yeah you're totally. doing it no matter what it looks like even if a win today is like hey like i looked outside like that's a win good job and, and look at it like a win, right? Right. Yeah. And so you have to like celebrate those little small victories. But when you are at a space, when you've you feel like you're really on the other side, mm-hmm. like there is that detachment piece of like, yeah. yeah, like that happened, but that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. That circumstance isn't. You know, I I think a really vital piece for me in finding freedom has been reclaiming like I'm not just a divorce person so true I went through a phase where I felt like I had to introduce myself like that Mm. and the reality is is like yeah I get to like share that story and the Lord's used that story and he will continue to use that story however like it's not what I lead with because that's not who I am and so I think even just like being cautious of like hey like it's really we're not neglecting our past but there comes a time when it's like all right like there's an invitation to like step free from this yeah and there's an invitation to like stop using it as such a defining thing I mean I know I know people that you know are in their 60s and they're still holding on to what happened in their 20s Yep. like don't let that be you exactly like exactly the only person that's stopping you from like abundance and joy is yourself and that's really hard to hear yeah but it's choice and like you don't want to look back at your life just being taken out by what someone did or what a circumstance was. And, like, no matter how hard it is, like, there is always a light to be seen. Mm-hmm. And there's hope to be had. And, and I wish that, I don't know, like, I just wish that everyone, I wish that, like, everyone could see the Lord's heart clearly enough to see that, like, yeah, like, you're not. You're not what happened to you. Like, yeah. and he does want to laugh with you. Mm-hmm. And he's walking right alongside you and just looking over at you with the biggest smile on his mm-hmm. face. Like, he's so stinking proud of you. yeah. Even if today you were only able to look out the window. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just, like, so much hope, guys. There's so much hope. There's I'm so much I'm just going to keep waving that flag. <laughs> so. I will always wave that flag. Heck yeah yeah hope reclaimed yes it is we're reclaiming our hope yeah and it's there like it is so there and it is so constant yeah thank you so much for being here and for sharing your joyful and humorous Mm -hmm. expertise with the (laughs) world um if people want to follow you oh my gosh I am wow I'm very cool people can follow me I mean you'll see a lot of dog pictures wait she's so cute i know you'll see a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of yeah i i try and like keep things we funny. don't have, you don't have to you yeah. don't have to share if you don't want to Do no that. i can okay yeah so how can people follow you mm, you can follow me i live at five just <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> don't you come find me um yeah my my social media handle is at the mel noel yep the mel noel the mel noel it's really convenient that my name rhymes so i love your name i picked it so do my parents thanks (laughs) thank you for being here and again on the podcast i this is just the best so thank you for encouraging us for hope and for joy and humor and Mm -hmm. keep Keep doing it and keep laughing. Mm -hmm. Let's go. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I did. (laughs) I love Mel so much. She is just such a joy and so funny, obviously. But also, she has so much wisdom, you guys. So much wisdom. And I, I really hope that you guys got a lot out of this episode as much as I did. One of the things that I just really loved about this episode is how honest Mel was about getting out of it actually taking that step to see outside of the pain and the hopelessness she was experiencing. And then that allowed her to take steps, continuing to get help, to get counseling, and to reach for healing because it is available for you today. Get help if you need it because you're not alone. Remember, there is healing and redemption in Jesus, and there's always hope. Hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.